What is going on, Beards and Brodies? You are listening to State of Mind. I am your host, your commissioner, Kenny, and with me, my brother, my tag team partner, the GM, Justin. Um, it's been quite a while. It's been about a week. Probably the longest we've been in between a podcast. I, I, I just have to, I have to say it. I have to do it. I have to sing. I hope you sing with me, Justin. I felt like we were, we were gone a while. I feel like we were, I feel like we were lost in the woods. I feel like uh, up was down, right is left. When you're not there, yeah, just about, about that, right? Yeah. I mean, a uh, whole lot has happened. I thought you were going to go and sync with that. I'm like, Dun! oh, oh man, I didn't That's think what of I that. You were going to do, but I was you... thinking, I was like, Tar- I'm not tearing, I'm not tearing any hearts. Yeah. You don't want to do that. Kenny. You're not, no, you're, no. Not, you're not, you're not the heartbreak kid no, over here. I'm not, I'm not a heartbreak kid. We're not heartbreakers like Jennifer Love Hewitt. Heartbreakers, Justin, the Houston Rockets have been heartbreakers. They've been winning games. They've been losing a few games here and there. And we're, by the time we have recorded this, uh, we are six games. We're six games into the into the seeding games, and we are here. And I think the current record right now is four and two. And I, my record is still alive. Your record is still alive. That's true. I completely forgot about that. I mean, uh, I just yeah. need to win out. You're think yeah. You just got to win out. Me lose one. Um, I don't know, but tomorrow I do know that was it. Harden and Eric Gordon are back, so I feel like our chances are increased to win tomorrow who are we pl- i don't even remember i think we're playing the sixers or- no we're playing the pacers justin oh we're playing tj Get warren your stuff together no i'm just kidding <laughs> my stuff is together ish is it but is it though is it organized in, a, in an agenda do you okay, remember so agendas when we were kids sidebar guys i literally just got home from work about you know, like 30 minutes ago yeah you did. i worked an eight hour shift so right. yes like, yeah yeah i'm not all there but i'm here and I'm trucking on through like a freight train. Yes, and, I, and I'm totally not nervous about my, my day tomorrow. Tomorrow's my first day of school. I will be in class. I will be in session with my children. I am excited. I am nervous. It's going to be great. I am uh, most of all excited. So that's pretty much what's been up with us. Uh, J- Justin's been uh, working. He's been very busy as of late uh, working. They've been uh, asking him to do a little bit more, so he's been... Uh, He's been having to supply. He's supply and demand. There's been a lot of demand of my boy, and he's been having to do what he needs to do. And uh, for me, uh, I've been getting ready for school to start. I'm a teacher, so I've been uh, basically getting ready, doing in-service trainings and all that fun stuff, prepping my classroom, getting face shields, making sure everything is good and safe, and the children are safe, and the parents are comfortable. And uh, we're we're but. With all that said, it doesn't matter. We're here. We're still here. We're still your hosts. And we're still going to continue trucking along just as we promised because we have to review the third game of the seeding games, the first L that the Rockets ended up taking. The Rockets took their first L against the Blazers. It was Rockets-Blazers. Final score, the Rockets lost 110-102. to It was an eight-point loss. It was uh, it was nip and tuck all the way until the finish. Um, Justin, can you give me just your first impressions from the what you saw from the game and what you thought? From what I could see based on how we were playing, the energy was there in the beginning. The first three quarters, we were hanging in there. But by the fourth quarter, with like 
six, four to six minutes left in the game, you can tell that their legs were done. They were exhausted. These guys had been hustling and hustling and hustling and playing so hard with their style of play that they couldn't make up for it anymore. Like I said in the last episode, I said if they had to come back, it didn't bode well for them. So what happened was, how did Westbrook play? He shot 5 of 14 from the field, right? For 37, 38%. Just terribly. And then he shot 5 of 12 from the free throw line. The free throw line. What does which, that say about legs? Almost 80% from the free throw line the entire it, season. Exactly. And these guys were all kind of struggling. Like, no one was really hot outside of maybe Macklemore and Jeff Green. Jeff Green was on fire that Jeff game. Jeff Green, the god, Justin. Exactly. Like, no one has been playing as well as a role player than Jeff Green. Heck yeah, he's dude. done everything that he's been that's been needed. He's done like exactly what he's supposed to do. Like everything he's doing defensively, offensively, spotting up, he's mm-hmm. just he's fit this team to a T. And because of that, it it shows like his effort mm-hmm. in everything. You know, like He's getting the ball. You know, anyone that touches the ball, they're they're happy. Mm-hmm. You know, they get touches. Yeah. That's what matters. That's Everyone right. gets to touch, right? Of course, so, of course. That's why you're seeing guys like a Macklemore, a Rivers, a Jeff Green. These guys are all playing very well. You know, Daniel House is putting up shots. He hasn't been playing as well as of late, but he's still getting it. You know, he's getting his shots up. He's getting to do, um, and he's just playing so well defensively. These guys have hustled. They're trying, but the only thing is that they, how are their legs? You know, it's hard to, it's hard to, it's hard to play in, 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 under this, the way that they play, the small ball that they play. Um, it, it, good, good in terms of, good in terms of what they bring to the table and the different skill sets that surround our two superstars. But also tough in terms of long term because they have to gang rebound, they have to jump more continuously throughout the game. You're going to be running Tucker and Covington ragged in that sense. So you already kind of got it just by the third game. And on top of that, Portland has always kind of been a kryptonite for the Rockets. Absolutely. I mean, for us, it's more, it's just, I don't know. Like, I just feel like they always play well. And the shocking thing is that Damian Lillard did, had a very pedestrian game. He had one good quarter, but he did not play as well as I anticipated. Yes, 21 points, uh, 6 of 19 from the floor. Yes. So not, not, not very great. <laughs> yeah, but the team, they, they, as, as a team, they played very, very well. They did. Like, they, they played very well, and they yeah. always play us very well. And I'm very thankful that we're not going to see them in the playoffs. Yeah, but one guy that was he with a man on a mission was Carmelo. Carmelo was, you know, he was angry. I know it's so cute. He shot. Uh, he he hit. He had 15 points on 14 shots. He's a. Uh, you know, it's so cute how 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 much he's going off on us. He was feeling really good about himself. Let's just say it like that. Let's just yeah, he's say feeling it. really good about himself. It's a. It's very cute. Very cute, I should say. And uh, Justin, I just have to tell you right now. I I want Jeff. I have Jeff Green as my uh, repotaba. My repotaba. Do you know what that means? No. Yes. Y'all, do y'all know what Rapataba means? It's an acronym. Role player of the bubble. Oh, jeez. Rapataba. Yeah. Jeff Green's my uh, vote for Rapataba. 100%. He's been playing very, he's been playing so well. Um, and uh, with that said, you've touched base on Westbrook a little bit. Um, let's go ahead, Let's talk about Westbrook. It was statistically speaking and down the stretch and just the way he was playing overall was 
very it was it was tough to see and by all accounts it was his worst game since early on in the season since i i think before january before he decided to stop jacking up so many threes and and really start taking it hard into the paint it was one it was probably one of the tougher games to watch now granted he was out for a few games after with an injury um i don't know if that had part of it i don't know if we should be cutting him slack because he did have covid and i'm sure he wasn't able to condition himself properly so i'm sure i'm sure he's still getting into shape but time is running out now in this sense um what did you what did you see from him in this game justin and what do you think needs to improve besides like what you had already said like free throw shooting and whatnot well his effort was there but the thing that i realized that he was starting to settle way too much in the sense of mid-range shots when he could have been driving to the bucket he was trying to rock the baby a little too much against a damian lillard you know he was like he always has something to prove against him you know and it sucks but I respect how hard he competes in that sense. He was trying really hard. Yes. But, you know, sometimes just your legs aren't there. And sometimes you just can't do it, you know. And it's humbling in that sense. But for Russ, you know, like, we just need him to keep doing what he does. Because you, you, take, you take the good with the bad. And that's kind of how it is, you know. That's right. That's right. Um, good takes, as always, uh, GM. The, the, the Rockets as a whole... Um, they played. I thought that they had played well enough to win if they hit. Sh- they were hitting shots down the stretch. Absolutely. Um, Portland made their shots. Rockets didn't make their shots. The score it was high scoring, but not not insanely high scoring in that sense. Um, it was one ten to one hundred two, which by today's standards is not really super high scoring. So defense was defense was still there. They were trying. They they held Miller uh, down to a degree, which 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 was one of our key points to winning. So they had enough to win. Yes. Just could not make the shots. The the legs were dead. Um. Then then they had a few days off after, which is great. And uh, like I said, guys, I, I just want to put that, that that disclaimer out. Like, we are going to talk about the L's. Uh, you know, we're not going to avoid it. Like, we're going to talk about these L's. And I thought that this was actually a very important game. We're going to review the next few games after. This game in particular, we made it a point to talk about it because we firmly believe that this was a game that needed to be talked about because of the, the not just because of the implications, but by the way that they played and because it's more yeah. so in the sense of like for seven game series it's like can they carry the energy throughout the whole series and that's the hard part to see because in the sense of like tired legs you saw it in that game you know they were they got down they were behind and they had to come back and that's what the recipe for disaster for them if they play like that let's say for example right we go up 2-0 in a series, and we fight, fight, fight for those first two wins. Games three and four, I don't know, man. I don't know if we'll have those legs. Because, I mean, our style of play is all about effort, especially defensively, with how we have to completely shuffle everything. We have to, what's it called? They have to switch constantly, communicate. Yeah. Legs will be tired, okay? And what is that going to do? It's going to... It might lack the uh, – might, like, change the effort on the defensive end. And then on the offensive end, the shots will be short. If you notice, like, the, sometimes you could see that some of them, their shots were short or their shots were long because they were trying to exert a little bit more considering to co- the, to compensate for their tired legs. And it happens. And that, you know? and, Yeah. And I think also uh, for having to compensate for, for that, it's been really tough – on the players 
they're go- they're gonna be doubling. They 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 didn't double Harden out of the shoot, but then they started to shade over and play those doubles, double teams. That is when it offensively it's gonna put more pressure on a superstar like Westbrook. But more importantly, it's always I noticed that the way that the teams play defense, it looks like they're most teams are willing to give away the corner. You yes, know what I mean? 100%. They're willing to leave that corner. They're gonna they're basically saying we're gonna shade Harden. We're gonna we're gonna double Harden. We're gonna have him give up the ball to Westbrook. If if we if they can meet Westbrook at the apex of the rim, if they can get close enough to him, he's gonna have to kick it out to a Jeff Green or a PJ Tucker or a Rocco. And they're basically saying, well, you know, beat us with that. Beat us with your role players, basically. Yep. And I think that teams are starting to get that now, which is starting to make me think a little bit like they need to have plays ready. A little bit more plays ready. There's been wrinkles on the offense, which is fantastic. The ball movement has been night and day, considering where they were before season's end, uh, before the season um, went on hiatus. But nonetheless, like you see offensively the way it's been flowing. It's been a lot better. But at the same time, you see teams are starting to scout it. They're yes. starting to see it. Yes. Now, granted, in the later games, maybe not because now we're, you know, we'll talk about this later, but they're kind of playing more to the seeds now and, you know, teams are obviously resting. Yes. They're not. I felt like the last peak game we had was the Portland game. Yep. So, yeah, like, that's just personally what I thought. I thought that this team, um, they met Portland, they met Portland at the, at the summit, but they just weren't, they just weren't able to you know, get a win and they had to catch up again. Yeah. And you're, and you made such a great point by saying that if they play those first, if they play behind the first two games and they have to just hustle, 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 you know, just to make up for the last, the other thing that it's, it's, it's pulling all nighter, Justin, before, uh, yeah, yeah. You want, you, you know, if you get that assignment two weeks before you work on it little by little, but you work on it consistently. It's not by the end of the night before you have a good night's sleep. You're not worrying about the fourth quarter. You're not, you're not chugging along. You're not trying to double or triple time, triple time what you normally do. Yeah. This is what the problem with this Rockets team has been that they need consistent effort for four quarters. Exactly. It's not something that they've been able to do. Because it's kind of like in the sense of like we're going to coast and we'll come back and uh, win Which based I don't on like. our talents. Which I don't like. And it happens. It's uh, very uh, very unfortunate. And it, it's very frustrating for me, a man who, who I just – I love defense. I love – you know, when I, when I play basketball with my brother and my friends, I, I, I love communicating. The most you'll hear me talk is just talking defensively, making sure that everyone's in their spots. I, I really take defense seriously, so it's a it's a shame to watch, but nonetheless, you know, we are who we are. But uh let's go ahead and move forward, Justin. Um past game three, going on to game four. Um we don't need to go too much into depth on this, but it is definitely something still worth discussing. So let's talk about that, Justin. Let's talk about game four. Uh Rockets and Lakers. Rockets do win one thirteen to ninety seven. Um Westbrook, the key component here was that Westbrook was out uh with an injury, LeBron was also out. So it was uh, the beard versus the brow. Yep. It was a beard versus brow matchup. And uh, Harden had 39 points. I feel like my man didn't even break a sweat getting 39. My man got it pretty pretty easily. He made and, it uh, look really easy. A little too easy. A little too raff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too, a little too raff. He, uh, they played really well. Um, overall, it wasn't, I, I, you know, it just it just felt like maybe they weren't. The Lakers were, you know, too like they engaged. weren't, they weren't, yeah, they well, weren't. They had already clinched the one had, seed. Yeah, exactly. It's just more so to stay sharp, which I totally get. You know, um, the Rockets were there. They they still need to win games. They yeah. want to keep like the four, five, like say in the four seed. 
um, absolutely they need to be winning games. Absolutely. And uh, Justin, I just have to I just have to ask you, um, Ben McLemore. Ben McLemore has twenty send twenty points. My man was seven of thirteen from the field. He was five of ten from the three point line. The man is a. Uh, I have been saying this. I think he is the best shooter in the Harden era. Rockets uh, from twenty twelve when we acquired him in twenty twelve to twenty twenty. I think Ben McLemore hands down is the best shooter percentage wise. He's averaging forty one percent from three this entire season. Um, I'm sure he's shooting in the mid 40s uh, during the bubble. Yeah. Like he is just shooting lights out. He's doing everything he needs to do. The man is, you're right, the man has been a godsend. I just have to ask you what the, the type of impact that you think that Ben McLemore has on the Rock, has for the Rockets, especially with in this game when they beat the Lakers without he's, Westbrook. He's been huge. I mean, just in the sense that he's got the ultimate green light. He's. Now the 2020 version of Gerald Green. I mean, granted, we loved Gerald Green for how much he repped the city of Houston. But Ben McLemore is just on a whole other level of just consistency. He shot the best, what, three-point percentage since a Luther head? Is that what? Oh, my God. Don't you say say Luther head without talking to me, Justin. That was like my favorite role player in like the late 2000s. uh, Luther head was great and then what did he average in the first round playoff series against the utah jazz he shot he didn't <sighs> shoot he shot less than 10 percent from three in that playoff he series. was just he shot seven percent my man could not my man could not hit a three justin we were at a game when uh i have a little trivia question for you we were at a game when luther had hit a game winner or were you at that game i don't think that was oh me. you weren't at that game okay so I'll, i i watched uh the game winner um it was uh, against the clippers and uh, Elton Brand tried to close out on Luther Head. T Mac passed it to Elton, uh, passed it to Luther Head for three, and we won the game. It was exciting stuff. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was big. It was big time stuff. Oh, look um, at the schedule, Kenny. Look, Western Conference playing on Saturday at two thirty Eastern. Oh, time. okay. So it starts Saturday. Fantastic. Yeah, we were awesome. just talking about this off the cuff before like, seriously. the pod. Yeah, that uh, would be. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Seriously. Uh, but yeah, no. I mean. Nothing worth too much discussing, honestly, over the Rockets-Lakers. Uh, Lakers team just looked half-interested. Uh, Rockets were just more or less just looking to take care of business, which they did. Um, and they did. Jeff Green continued to keep rolling. Uh, Jeff Green had 15 points. Rivers just doing what he does. Had 11 points. McLemore had 20, which I'd already said. Um, Harden, 39 points, 12 assists. Can't ask anything more from him. Uh, so, yeah, Rockets, Rockets won that game. And uh, they moved. They moved to three and one uh, in the bubble. Uh, Justin, when I just have a, I have a question to ask you. When you, if you were ever in the bubble, and you needed something to be done, like like look wise, wh- where would you go for the for that? What do you mean? You know, if you just needed some, a little something done, like a haircut. Yeah, a little haircut. Her- a little cut. hurricane cut. A haircut. A little haircut. I gotta tell you something right now, y'all. If you guys know what's good for you, if you know, if you listen to us, and if you're fans of us, especially if you live in the city of Houston, because like my friends in the Philippines, like, sorry, you're gonna have to fly over here to do it. But if you live in Houston, come on, guys, you don't. You can be just like the NBA players in the bubble. You can go to a barbershop. Better yet, you can go to the best barbershop in H Town. That barbershop is called the Argyle League. So, Beards and Brodies, have you ever wanted to look like a gentleman in a place where you can get a haircut and a shot of whiskey, all while being taken care of by top-shelf professional barbers? That's right. 
This right here is the Argyle League, where me and my brother have cut since 2016. What makes Argyle League literally the coolest barbershop in the world? <laughs> they were voted coolest barbershop in the world. They've been featured also in GQ magazine. They were the exclusive barbershop for the NCAA Final Four in 2016. They were the official barbers for the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Calendar launch party in 2017. They were also they were also voted Houston's best barbershop by Modern Day Magazine, and that is just a few accolades. So if you're tired of your hair and want to look like a gentleman, especially in this pandemic, I highly recommend going to the Argyle League and getting a fresh cut from one of their kick-ass barbers. They are located at 709 West Alabama Street in Houston, Texas. Visit their website now, theargyleleague.com, to book an appointment. I'll say it again, theargyleleague.com to book an appointment. And trust me, friends, when you go in there, they're going to check your temperature. They're going to make sure that you are uh, well covered. Uh, you have to wear your mask when you go in. Make sure, and they're also going to provide you hand sanitizer. It's perfectly safe in there, and it's been perfectly awesome, and it's still perfectly manly. So make sure that you guys stay sharp and meet your boys at the summit. Welcome back, everybody. You are listening to the Summit State of Mind. Uh, Justin, so uh, you, you, you're okay? You're still with me here? I'm barely. You're alive? Barely. I know you work today. I'm you still with your boy? I'm still here. Good man. Barely. You still? Are you making deals right now? Making deals, um, GM? I can't tell you, you that because oh. I have to, um, you know, keep this into secrecy. I can't allow this to get leaked onto Twitter. Can't get fined, right? My deals, you know, like I'm not allowed to speak names. I'm not allowed to speak teams. All I can tell you is that the deal that your boy is trying to get is a deal that is definitely worth making. Oh my goodness! Well, you're gonna you're leaving all our listeners in the dark, Justin. How dare you? But once again, you do you, boo. That is perfectly fantastic. You keep everyone in the dark, just like just like uh, post-Raw in the dark matches that no one gets to see. Or Death Cat for Cutie, I will follow you into the dark. Ooh. And I will follow you into the dark. Do you remember uh, Scrubs, that episode of Scrubs? Yeah, it was a very sad episode. Oh, so sad, Justin. Poor George. Steak night. Steak. <laughs> I so badly wanted to sing with you, but my boy, you were just a, just, just a smidge. It's a little off key. I'm so sorry. I'm not trying to call you up. Was it? Was it? Was I was I flat? How about this? Here you go. You can help me. Steak night. Night. Hot dang! Just like a quiet rest in peace, Ted. We love you, Ted. All right. Um. Welcome in, back in, everybody. Uh, as you can see, we're obviously big Scrubs fans, and we're not afraid to talk and tangent out like we always are. So, yeah. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, let's talk about Game Five now. Rockets and Kings. Rockets take care of business as well. They beat the Kings 129 to 112. I will be completely honest. I did not watch a good portion of this game live. I cannot break down everything as it was happening. I do think it was a throw. I do think it was another, not a throwaway game, but just a game that obviously wasn't. I didn't think it was a huge deal. Uh, Kings, yeah. Kings obviously were not trying so hard. They were bas- they're basically eliminated mathematically. Um, they they were trying. They kept it close until uh, they kept it close until I think halfway through the second quarter when the Rockets decided to finally turn on their engines and get started. But uh, Justin, I have I have three words for you. I was thinking, I was like three words, three words, three words. I'm a teacher. Come on, Kenny, get it together. All right, I have three words for you. Old man Rivers. He show was he forty one piece nuggets for your boys. 
Yes, and I love me some Austin Rivers, man. He like, did say when, when he did say uh, he did say he, he he's the only one with home court advantage because he's actually played in those gymnasiums. <laughs> yeah, I mean the man is from Orlando, so I mean he's got it. He's, he's here. He's there. Um, yes, the way he played was just. It was an amazing game. Yes, a career high. No one deserves it more than Austin Rivers. The effort he puts in night in, night out for the Rockets is beyond me. Mm -hmm. Um, For someone who was drafted high, had so much um, hype to him, to see him so humbled as a player coming off the bench and, and, and looking up to guys like James and Russ and bringing the effort that they ask of him is just amazing to me and it makes me so happy to see him succeed in that sense because this is the happiest he's been and you can tell by the way he plays absolutely you know the guy was just on fire like that night he but had he, what did he go he went 14 for 20 from the field Ken. Yep. yeah 70 percent from the front yeah 76 of 11 from three i mean he had the game of he had the game of his life essentially and and i'm i'm not like yeah, it was against the Kings, you can argue. It was against Kings, it was against a bad team. But nonetheless, I mean, it's an NBA game. Not People can go their entire careers without shoot, without hitting 40-plus points. So the fact that Austin Rivers was able to do that and do it efficiently, you have to give the man credit. Um, Rivers with 41 was the leading scorer. Harden chilling right behind him with a cool 32 points, making it normal, as always. It's like James nothing Harden. to James. James Harden 30 points thing. for James Harden is Absolutely. like... What's up, Kuya? Big, bro- big brother just walked through the door. Hey, uh, so thirty-two points in the uh, thirty-two points trailed behind Macklemore. Godsend, dude. We should just do. We should call him the Godsend. That should be like his name. Basically, he's just he's <laughs> just picture perfect for this team. Like that's exactly what you, you the, like the way he plays, his, the way he shoots, his 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 efficiency. He is exactly what this team needs. Like for someone to play next to Harden and Westbrook, he's just perfect. I really appreciate Perfect. the way that he plays the game, and he knows his role, and he's been playing absolutely flawlessly. Uh, Rockets did beat the Kings. Um, not too much to really go over discuss here. It was a win. They took care of business. They did what they needed to do. Um, once again, uh, I thought we were gonna. I thought we were gonna Loki. We were gonna lose because Harrison Barnes was playing on my team. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, he had 11 points and 10 rebounds. I still think we could use him. Everyone that knows Kenny knows that he is the biggest Harrison Barnes advocate. He is the key. I don't care what anyone says. He is the key. He's the key to Vector Sigma. Is that what they said? He is an NBA champion. (laughs) He was so key for that for that uh, for that Warriors team. Ah, I can't. I can't. I will forever defend. (laughs) I will forever defend Harrison freaking Barnes, North Carolina Harrison Tar Heel Harrison Barnes. Dude is. I still believe he's the missing key. Dude is growing his beard out. Looks homeless, but plays fantastically. His show does look homeless, man. It's but not, he it's played not the look. so. He played pretty decently. It's Five so of eleven from the floor. This is the only time I'll ever discuss that. Someone on the other side. Uh, Harrison Barnes is just. I, I'm gonna put it out there right now. I would love him on our team. I think he'd be perfect. Moving on from that. So Rockets. So Rockets got the win. Uh, improves their record to four and one in the bubble. Uh, and then the game today, we had a game today, uh, from the time we recorded this, uh, one o'clock, it was Rockets and Spurs, um, big, obviously, we weren't gonna win here, that they held Gordon, Gordon wasn't gonna return, obviously, uh, they took, they kept Harden out of the game, and then they sat House as well, saying that they all had injuries, and probably they probably have a little nicks here and there, I don't think anything 
too worried. I don't, I don't think anything to be too worried about. Probably just little nicks and bruises here and there. Um, but they lost. Um, I didn't expect them to win. Uh, the good news about this, though, Justin, is that Westbrook was able to return, uh, and he played. He played pretty well uh, from what I saw, and he had twenty. He returned with twenty points, and um, yeah, he played very. He played decently, doing what he needed to do to play for you know to to come back basically and get himself into a rhythm yeah that's uh, all you can ask for at this point especially when he's coming off that injury um the best part about him is that he shot you know 47 percent from the field he was eight to 17 and he went two of four from three that's about as good as you're gonna get from give him me a second man goodness line. gracious you move too fast my stat sheet oh here we go Okay, Justin, did you know that he shot eight of seventeen for the last <laughs> <laughs> Um He played very he played he played well. I mean we did, granted, what he to we do. did not watch the game. So we don't know. We were both at work at that point. Um all we can look at is Fortunately we unfortunately we have lives. We we are not we are not paid yet. This is not our main profession. Unless someone wants to sponsor us, I think. If pay it us. was our main uh, uh profession, then Oh you uh, best believe I would be good. These uh these yeah. pods would be pumped out a lot faster. But uh yeah, so he had 20 points. Uh, Rivers just continuing to do what he does. He had 13 points. Um, ben McLemore, once again, uh, he's just continuing. He's He shot... Hang on, let me pull it up here. Uh, he shot... Well, okay, he shot a ton of threes. 33%. I'll still take it. 4 of 12. I'll take it. Um, he's played decently. Um, we need to discuss this, Justin, because this is just something, this is just something that is worth discussing. Uh, Robert Covington, he went 0 of 6 from 3. He is officially 9 of 44. He's shooting 20% from three-pointer, from the three-point line in the uh, NBA bubble. Um, why do you think that is, and, and do you think that it can get better by playoff time? Because we're getting really close. We're about less than a week away. It's definitely possible. Um, I will say that he might be struggling just because of his own rhythm. Maybe it's because of, you know, the amount of effort he's putting on the defensive end that he might not have the proper amount of legs. I mean, any it could be anything. But we, as, as players, people go through cold stretches, and this might be one. I feel like he's bound to break out. Let's hope it doesn't happen in the next two games, and we win still. And he it comes out when we really need it, like in the playoffs. And I'm okay with it considering about the fact that we still have a pj hitting shots from the corner death taxes pj from the corner you know yes i'm a pj party we got a mac we got a rivers we got a you know a jeff green we got uh who else uh eric gordon you know like we have plenty of weapons that can compensate for uh, Covington's uh, cold streak and Mm -hmm. it's fine as long as he keeps putting and applying that effort defensively we're good. That's all that matters. Exactly. You know? And 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 I guess also um to attest to that maybe the defense that he's being forced to play. I mean, he's basically playing the best offensive pl- he's playing defense against the best offensive player of each team every time out of the shoot. Uh he's he's been guarding Luka, he's been guarding Giannis. Uh he's taking turns. He's I think he, yeah, he's guarded Anthony Davis. He took turns on Lillard. Um and uh, CJ McCollum, so you can attest to maybe legs that might be the cause of that. Now, see that of course that's the downside, but when that happens, you know you just need to keep trucking along, keep uh, get yourself in a better shape in that sense, so your legs are still under you. Yeah, especially by the time playoffs roll around. Now the upside to this is, uh, the upside to this is I like to think the body's just not as beat up. It can be tired, but I feel like the recovery time will be quicker. Considering the fact just that because there's, that like, there's been so much rest, yeah, but then also because of the fact that they, that, you know, they, they haven't played sore legs, you know, what I mean, which is a part of it. It happens. So, um, 
I feel like the recovery will be better once his muscles are more used to it. Maybe because Covington's a bit older. I mean, everyone's body is different. We all respond differently to certain things, and that's something that could possibly it, and it happens. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think also the first game, uh, maybe that just messed with his head a little bit. I don't. I don't know Robert Covington well enough to know how he is in these situations, especially. I don't think he's ever been on a team where, where they're... Well, no, he was on that Sixers team, right? When they yes. were competing big time. Absolutely. Because this is probably as close as he got to a title was when he was playing with them. But uh, I don't know how he is mentally. Uh, I haven't watched enough of him. But hopefully, you know, that first game didn't shake his confidence. He just needs to keep shooting. So I think he'll be fine. Come playoff time, I think he'll be just and fine. And that's, that's the attitude I like to see, Justin. Oh, yeah. That is the attitude I like to see. And with that said, everyone, they are uh, currently 4-2 and two in the bubble. And like I said earlier, Justin's prediction is still alive at 5-3. and three. My prediction is still alive at 6-2. and two. They just need to win mm-hmm. out. So tomorrow, Harden, help your boy out. Help your uh, commissioner out or else uh, I'll fire you. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, I'm happy with that. them winning out. I don't want to be right. I'd rather them just win out. Well, they win out. Just also just good for the confidence. You just want you you want to go in on a win streak, but not not try so hard though. I mean, like don't uh don't play like it's an NBA championship. Just you know you know cruise your games, cruise through your games. Make you know make sure everyone's healthy. That that's that's the yeah, most well, important. Let's, let's worry about Monday or Tuesday, whatever we start. yeah whatever we start yeah. because that is absolutely big time. Justin, do you know what else is big time? By the way, what do you know what else is big time? Are you sure you're ready to know? Big time. <laughs> a slap of the best big, big time. Big slap time. Slap of the best big time. Slap of the best big time. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what else is big time? Big time is thinking about the way you dress. Big time is thinking about the clothes that you wear. Big time can also be how you how you look and how you present yourself as a person. So I just have to ask you, friends. Do you like anime? Do you like the? Do you want? Do you like representation? If you like anime, you should have that as a representation of yourself. Because I'm telling you right now, it is actually so cool to like anime now. Maybe 15, 20 years ago, maybe not as cool. Maybe it was more of a closeted thing. I can attest to that. It wasn't as big of a deal before. Now you see everyone up and down talking about how much they love Dragon Ball Z, talking about how much they love My Hero Academia, talking about how much they love so many different animes that are out there, past and present. Do you guys know? The number one source for H-Town's best streetwear clothing for cross between streetwear and anime, that, my friends, is Day Off. Yo, Beards and Brodies, are you tired of the same old anime tees? Are you tired of the same old mallcore look? Don't you want to see some older, classic animes getting love? Well, be sure to check out the brand Day Off for your retro anime goods. From animes like Macross and Neon Genesis Evangelion, to Cowboy Bebop, My Hero Academia, and my personal favorite, Shokugeki no Soma. Day Off is your source for anime-induced graphic mayhem. Be sure to use the code DAYOFFSUMMIT for a 10% off discount at dayoff.shop. I'll say that again, DAYOFFSUMMIT for a 10% off discount at dayoff.shop. That's D-A-Y-O-F-F dot shop. And Justin, remember to go beyond... Plus Plus Ultra. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the Summit State of Mind. And uh, with that said, Justin, you're still with me, by the way, right? You're good? You're alive? Yes, I'm alive. Sanka, you dead? Yeah, man. Ooh. 
<laughs> Do you remember that one time when he was in the, uh, they put him in the freezer to get yeah. him used to cold? Yes. He was able to uh, pick out one of his dreadlocks. And it's broke. <laughs> God, that was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I've always wanted to, uh, my, my dream was to, uh, maybe not a bobsled because, you know, the fact that they crashed. Yeah, by the way, the, it's a great movie, probably one of my favorite movies of all time, but I'll, I'll hands down say, like, you're not encouraging people to bobsled after seeing that type of crash. I am forever... I will never bobsled ever in my life, but I will tell you this, Justin. I've always wanted to kind of get in. I've always wanted to get in type of slope or something, maybe like a roller coaster, and then count to three in uh, German. Eins, 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 and push her down some ice. Oh my god, that's a Swiss team, right? Oh, that's not. Is that the German team? Oh man, Clint Capella would kill me if he heard me. Um, yeah, I'm gonna end the podcast on that note. I'm just kidding. That's it. We done. Your boy, your boy made a fail error. Abort, abort. Um, so anyways, welcome back, everybody. Uh, we're back uh, to discuss. Basically, uh, Monday is going to be the start of the playoffs. It's coming. We're so near. And uh, we need to be able to talk about We need to talk about this because there's only two games left remaining on the schedule. Seeds are starting to lock in anyways. Um, we're not guaranteed, obviously. But I just wanted to talk to you, GM, about that. Rockets are currently slated as the fourth seed right now. The playoffs were to start today. They're going to play against the OKC Thunder. Now, the most likely scenario here would be that the Rockets play the Thunder because the Rockets are one and a half back from the Nuggets, which most likely they won't get uh, since they lost uh, today's game. Thunder are just a half game. Uh, are half are just a half game above the Jazz. Yep. And just one game below uh, and one game below us. So, most likely scenario right now, the the matchup would be Rockets and Thunder. Um, I just have to ask you, uh, since the Thunder and the Jazz are just a half game apart, if you were to pick your first round matchup as since the Thunder is the most likely scenario and Jazz is the possible scenario, which uh, team would you prefer to face? The Jazz, hundred percent. Um, not because of the fact that um, I'm scared of the, the Thunder per se, but I do think that the Thunder are a worse matchup for us, especially with the CP3 effect. The guy's going to play with a man like a man on a mission. We got a big like Steven Adams, right? And no, no offense to Rudy Gobert, <laughs> but it's just that no, Thunder is yeah. – I feel like they're just a tougher team. The Jazz are just a team that they just, they just can't beat us. I mean outside of that last second shot that they won against us what uh, during the regular season. Like, you yes. know, that's not something that happens all the time. But usually the Jazz, we have their number. Um, very confident against them. But do I think that we can – I still think we can beat the Thunder though. Yeah, of course. Them. But it's just a little bit more blood pressure going up. I suppose. Yeah, right? I mean, it's probably going to be a six or seven game series, to How be unfortunate. honest with you. And that's not what you want, but at the same time, it's going to happen. It's a Russ free CP3. It's going to be, you know, Russ versus Oklahoma City, CP3 versus Houston. It's going to be a very emotional uh, and sensitive, and it's going to be really hard to watch, especially for guys like us who really loved CP3. He endeared us to Houston. He endeared himself to Houston. Like, his uh, presence here was felt, and is very important to us. So in that he instantly sense, became the the greatest point guard, Houston Rockets point guard in the 21st century. Like 100%. the second the second the trade was made official, he instantly became. He didn't even play a single game in Houston yet, and he was no, he was already being garnered as, and and he proved it, and he got us to the conference. I mean, finals. the man is possibly the best point guard of our generation. So yeah. I mean, yeah. 
we got to give credit where credit is due. Absolutely, and I will give him credit. Mm-hmm. Um, let's not give credit to the Utah Jazz, whom yesterday they had a 22-point lead against the Mavericks, and then they choked it. So I just so I'm just saying I'm not I'm not I'm not speculating, but your boy is gonna speculate. I mean, you gotta think the Jazz are a little scared of the Rockets because they're they seems like they're trying to avoid us low key. So, well, I mean, for for either team, Denver is a better matchup. For yeah, yeah, no, I'm just, I know, but I'm just saying, like, and, and, and I get that, but I'm just saying, like, the fact that it just kind of shows the, the, the fear factor in that sense, yeah. like, that the jazz, that we've kind of instilled into the jazz, you know, they've become that, you know, the, the little brother that we like to punk, Absolutely, so, like, they, they fear us, um, and it's really yeah. obvious that they fear us, and um, it's just, that's just how it's going to be. Yeah, so, and uh, good points, good points as always. Uh, we're going to go into this more. We will be, the next episode that we release will be a fully slated playoff preview. I will go down the line, each mat- each matchup. We're not going to go in depth, obviously, on every matchup, uh, 1-8 and da-da-da, but um, you will be fully immersed into the playoff culture that is... The Summit State of Mind. You guys are going to meet us there. You're going to feel the emotion. And um, I I'm, I guess we, I guess, I guess now is a better time to make an announcement than any. Um, I, at one game, at some point, if you follow us on Instagram, we will be doing an Instagram live reaction. We will be doing a live game, which me and the GM have discussed uh, a few times. We did. I don't recall anything. What are you talking about? Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yes, yes. Oh, we're totally abort, abort, it. abort. We're totally gonna do it. <laughs> Justin, abort the mission. Abort the mission. Abort the one mission. Oh, damn. I'm just kidding. But yeah, uh, announcement. So we will uh, give you more information on that. But we will be covering uh, live on Instagram Live on the Summit State of Mind uh, podcast Instagram. We'll be live reacting to the game. We'll have our mics with us. It'll end up being an episode. Uh, we might we might have uh, a guest or two in the house, and uh, we'll be recording that. So just y'all be on the lookout for that because that's going to be fantastic. And uh, yeah, so Justin, how do you feel with the playoffs being about sort of by today's Tuesday, next Monday? Mm-hmm. Is it about six days away? Yeah, it's kind of crazy to think that in it's August. so close. Like I'm a little confused, but I'm also very excited. This is going to be definitely something that. Um, it's going to be wonderful to have this experience at this point in time. This is going to be unprecedented, once-in-a-lifetime type of thing. And it's going to be great to experience it in the middle of summer. So are we ready for this? That's the thing. I am so ready because this will probably be the first and only time I'll ever, ever get rockets in August. So uh, usually that month is always uh, prepped up for middle of baseball and getting ready for football. Yeah. So I will take this with everything I've got and then some. I am super excited. Um, but obviously I'm, I'm going to keep it in check right now. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to let my emotions flow just yet. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait till the preview, uh, preview pod for that. But uh, yeah, so Justin, once again, uh, Mr. GM, thank you again for coming on for a phantasmic Absolutely. A super fantastical, extra fantastical, extra magical episode. <laughs> Where's that from? I don't even Oh, remember. that's SpongeBob. Yes, yeah. So, not a super, super year. One more super fantastical, extra magical, extra fantastical year. Boom, boom. Man. Do you remember uh, the Campfire Song song? C A M P F A R E S O N G song. Boom. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I shouldn't go more in depth on SpongeBob. I should wait for uh, I should wait for the young bucket to get here for that. So uh, once again, everyone, thank you so much for listening to us. Uh, we appreciate uh, y'all just reaching out and uh, listening to us, downloading our podcast. We appreciate that. Thank you so much. Um, oh my gosh, I forgot to say, uh, GM, I haven't. I have another announcement that I uh, that I don't think I even discussed with you. Well, we discussed it briefly, um, but. We will be on the new Amazon podcast. Oh yeah, that's right. Amazon yeah, Music. Yeah, that's we right. not officially as of yet. We submitted, um, so we're waiting to hear back from them. Most likely, obviously, we'll, we should get we should get accepted. So um, yeah, we'll be on Amazon. So I'm gonna add that on. I'm gonna tack that on from you know Apple Apple and Spotify and and Amazon when the time comes. So yeah, we're just gonna keep on we're keeping on moving on up and uh, we're gonna keep going. We're gonna keep pushing. Uh, we, we just have to put out an apology once again that we, we, it's been about a week since we put out episodes. So we do humbly apologize for that. And, uh, we're sorry that we haven't been able to pump out more episodes while we could. It's been a very busy week, but like I said, we are going to review all the games, which we are doing and, uh, we're here for it. Yeah. We're doing the best that we can. Yeah. We're doing the best that we can. And and we love it. We love this. It's a good way to connect with y'all and it's a good way to kind of bring, uh, rockets at the forefront. Also give this the Rockets team the respect that they deserve. Just like they don't they, they don't get enough respect in the in the H. I feel like they need more respect. Put respect in the name, Justin. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, what the Roman Reigns say? Uh, come over, you know the shit talkers. Come over here and talk. If come here if you want to talk that noise. Want to talk that noise. Talk that noise. Come to um, my. This is my yard. Roman A W. What? Yep. <laughs> um. Once again, thank you so much for listening to us, everybody. Uh, with that said. Uh, go ahead and f- give us a shoot us a follow at uh, Summit State of Mind underscore Pod on Instagram. I'll say that again: Summit State of Mind underscore Pod on Instagram. Uh, we will consistently put up stories, uh, photos, videos, updating y'all. Uh, if you want to know when the games are going to be, we're going to be. We always put them up. The scheduling, uh, especially on game days, uh, we'll we'll be uh, posting stuff, especially on game days. And like I said, uh, like the announcement I made a couple minutes earlier, be sure to be on the lookout for a future live playoff episode that we are going to record live on instagram we are literally going to record live we'll probably i'll probably have it set up to where you can see the game and us uh talking about it so it'll be pretty it'll be pretty cool to see so uh, i highly encourage everyone that's on instagram to follow or if you have a friend or a family member that isn't following us tell them to follow us absolutely we'd, we'd appreciate that and uh also give us a listen on apple podcast and spotify and soon to be amazon so be sure to uh, give us a listen there. Just type in "some state of mind" and let your let your ears go on a journey with uh, the with the "some state of minderers." Yeah, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thank you once again, everyone, for listening to us on another uh, fantastic episode. So uh, with this pandemic going on, I want to make sure that everyone is staying safe. Make sure that you are washing your hands for 20 seconds. Listen to our podcast for 20 seconds while you wash your hands. And uh, be sure that you are also wearing a mask. Also very important. And uh, be sure to take care of yourselves. And most importantly, Justin, what do we need to take care of? Our hair. Oh, man. Okay, well, I guess I'll do another all got lad. Here we go. <laughs> nah. Ourselves and yeah. each other. And each other. Be good to each other. Don't be okay. selfish, guys. Yeah, yeah. Be nice. Pass and the ball. Like your James Harden or Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Pass the ball. You know, just because you have a wide open three. Be unselfish, guys. Come on now. There you go. Take care of each other. But not like touching each other. Like, take care of each other in a social distancing way. Take care of each other by leaving each other alone. <laughs> there you go. There you go. 
All right, so with that said, thank you once again, everyone, for listening, and take care, Beards and Brodies. We'll see you next time. The Summit. Four, 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 four.